Fantastic. Isn't that so good having our kids involved? We love them. They're brilliant. A couple of things I just want to say. I want to thank a couple of people before we go any further. <coughs> Sorry, I've lost my voice. I was singing superheroes and enjoying myself earlier. <laughs> Yesterday we had a conference training day here, part of our leadership engine training scheme with ground level. <coughs> um, and we had a brilliant refreshments team and welcoming team, uh, hospitality. They were phenomenal. If you were part of that team, could you just, just stand up a second, please? These people served us so well. I just want to let you know, we've had so much feedback from people saying it was the best venue they've ever been to for this. So that is so good. Would you give these people a round of applause? You may take your seats. It's very important to us when we're serving people that we want to honour people and give them the best of what we've got uh, and really represent Christ well. And I've got to tell you, the, the team was just phenomenal yesterday. They were so good. And then the group people I want to thank, because this is kids... Um, kids uh, kind of inversion Sunday where they're in and around and amongst us because they're amazing kids aren't they but they're amazing because they're taught by their amazing um, children's leaders so if they've got a blue children's leaders t-shirt top I'm going to make you stand up as well and we'll give you the hugest Hope House round of applause and cheer so give them a round of applause and cheer when they stand up please yay They are amazing. Oh, and they even bring water. Oh, extra round of applause for Kerry. <clears throat> Excellent. Here we go. So, why being a child matters at Hope House Church. And when I, why being a child, I don't just mean small people. I mean us. Why being a child matters in Hope House Church. And so today we're going to do real church. Someone said, don't patronize the kids by giving sweets out to them just because it's a school, uh, because it's a church day. So I just want to tell you, we're giving sweets out to the kids, all right? So, <laughs> I've got some important news for you first, though. The following information is not fake news. Kids, it's true. Donald Trump, President of the USA... Is making candy great again. Okay, this is a truth. Sweet tooth Haribo lovers, get ready to be flabbergasted. There's something you never knew about Haribo Star Mix green gummy bears. You can shovel hands full into your mouth, those delicious sugary treats, without giving it a second thought. But yeah, are you aware of the flavors you're eating? Aribo bears. Here's the truth. Something you never realized about them that is going to shake your world. The Star Mix gummy bears come in five colors. Green, clear, yellow, red, and orange. While you may think the flavors correspond with the color of the sweets, this isn't the case for the green ones. When you magnify the green gummy bears, the truth comes out. Despite its colour, the Star Mix green bear is actually strawberry flavour. The green ones are strawberry flavour. Contrary to popular belief, the red-tinted bear is raspberry. Oh yeah. 
The following tweets are genuine tweets. I may have added pictures to the genuine tweets that were put on Twitter. What? All my life, I thought the red gummy bear was strawberry, but the green one is strawberry? My life has been a lie. Today, I learned a grain Haribo gummy bear is actually strawberry flavoured. My reality feels completely unhinged. These are things that people genuinely posted on Twitter. I've just added pictures. I just found out that the green Haribo gummy bear is... I've spelt gummy in every way thinkable here in Haribo. Uh, strawberry, and now I don't know what life is. Ah, and then the very significant one. Just found out that green gummy bears are strawberry. Mind blown. Hashtag Haribo. You see, even when you're growing up, this stuff matters. And to very important people, it's been devastating. No, 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 my life, I thought the red Haribo gummy bear was strawberry, but the green one is strawberry. My life has been a lie. Who would have believed it? Of him, of all people. Shocking. But kids, it gets worse than that. Fake news. The golden bears are not made of gold. They're not even golden colour. Is it what's on the outside doesn't always show us what's on the inside of green gummy bears. So the next time you eat a green gummy bear, you just need to know that you're munching through brains and ribs and it's all strawberry flavoured ribs. You'll never eat a green gummy bear again. I love that picture. I saw so wrong in every way. <laughs> So now all the children are traumatised and shaking in the front of the floor down here. Because <laughs> I think they've eaten little, little green bears that are alive. Uh, let's get serious. That's why you bite the heads off first. Put them out of the misery. We assume so much about our lives. We assume so much about what we think we see and what we think we know. And Harry Bow Bears, who would have guessed that there was... I never knew there was strawberry flavour. Who would have known that? And today I want to explore about the things that are real and unreal, who we really are, not what we think. I want to dig to the heart of being a child of God and not just looking on the surface. So this will be quite a short time. Why will this be a short time this morning? Because the adults are in and they have no concentration span, kids. The adults have no concentration span. It says in the Bible, in Colossians, a letter written to a church um, in Colossae, every item of your new way of life is custom made by the Creator with His label on it. That's our God. All the old fashions are now obsolete. Words like Jewish and non-Jewish, religious and irreligious, inside and outsider, uncivilized and uncouth, slave and free mean nothing. From now on, everyone is defined by Christ. Everyone is included in Christ. So chosen by God for this new life of love, dressed in the wardrobe God picked out for you. So what's on the inside can be worn on the outside. We can really be on the outside what God has done on the inside of us. That's what Christ is calling us to. So we don't have to pretend anything. We don't have to be green and yet strawberry on the inside. We get to be Christ on the inside and Christ on the outside. We get to live a whole new life dressed the way that he wants us. Even though we're all so completely different. Now I used this yesterday, so... Who thinks they're completely different to everybody else? Well, some of you are completely different to everybody else. What's this? 
It's a sponge ball. Not a sponge bob. What's this? It's a ball. You're right. I'm assuming someone's going to catch these. What's this? It's a ball. What's this? Well, it's a planet ball. What's this? What's this? What's this? Yeah, it's still a ball. It's still a ball. They're all, they're all balls, but they're all completely different. Just like us, they're all completely different. Some are a little bit deflated, some are tiny, some are big, some are yellow, some are blue. I think I've got a red one. There's a red one in here. All the things that Jesus says about us are real for each one of us. But every one of us is different. Every one of our children are a little bit different to the next child. Every one of our adults is a little bit different to the next adult. All of us are just that little bit different. And yet in Christ, we share something in common. We can be completely new creations. And so what is on the inside can start to be lived on the outside. The story when the adults were pushing the kids out of the way... um, when they wanted to see Jesus, is really important. There was a story on one occasion, I'm going to read it to you in a moment, where the, Jesus was really interested in the kids. Jesus really loved the kids and wanted to teach them and be around them and have fun with them and tell them all about how much God loved them. And what did the adults do? They got all serious and intense and shoved the kids out of the way so that they could spend time <laughs> with Jesus. And this is what Jesus said. The people brought children to Jesus, hoping he might touch them. The disciples shooed them off, but Jesus was irate and and let them know it. Don't push these children away. Don't ever get between them and me. These children are at the very center of life in the kingdom. Mark this, unless you accept God's kingdom in the simplicity of a child, you'll never get in. Then gathering the children in his arms, he laid his hands of blessing on them. Church, we've got to understand that there are moments in a child's life where they accept things completely and unconditionally. There are moments when you look around in the room. Sometimes I look around and during the worship time, and sometimes the kids are playing. Sometimes they're daydreaming, and sometimes they're worshipping. And those moments of worship are incredibly beautiful, where just for a moment they understand and they connect with who Jesus is in their lives. They connect with who our God is. They recognize it, and they look at the people around them. They look at the adults next to them. They look at just mom or dad or aunt and uncle or grandma or just one of the people that they see around the room, and sometimes they will emulate that worship. Church, we're ambassadors for Christ. So we're ambassadors for Christ in this setting, to our children even in this place. We sometimes think that the children are not meant to be in the center of our church life but our children are meant to be the absolute center of our church life. When we send them out, we don't send them out to be babysat. It's not what we're doing. Did you know that? We don't just send them out so to get them out of the way. Oh, we need a 30-minute break from these obnoxious kids. Get them out. We send them out because they're going to do church. They're going to do church life, and that is so incredibly important. When we send them out of this room, they're doing what we're doing. They've been bringing praise. They've been bringing worship. You know, you know when you throw a ball into the, into the audience and you think, 
the kids are now playing ball at the back and they're going to stop playing ball at the back because I can't concentrate. <laughs> Can we have some babysitting and take those kids out? <laughs> when, when our children go out of this place and go downstairs, here's what happens. They learn to worship. They learn the stories about God. They learn the stories about the church. They learn to understand what it is to be church. And here's the deal. Our children's leaders don't take them out just to keep them out of the way. They pastor the children. They lead the children. They inspire the children to faith. They worship with the children. They do life. They connect real children to a real God in real life. They do church together with all that belongs there. And what excites me is amongst our children... There are seeds that may become apostles. There are children that may become prophets. There are children that may become evangelists. Children that may become pastors. Children that may become teachers. I can remember my kids sat down here. And now my kids lead worship. I remember Mark Wood. And now he's one of our church leaders and a connect group leader. Puts his glasses and he puts his glasses. <laughs> looks mean. I remember him as a fairly gormless kid stood in the corner. Who would have believed it? We, we've got a God of miracles. It's all right, Mark's a friend, I'm allowed to tease him. We have got a God of miracles because, you know, it's shocking to me that you're like an adult and I remember you being small. <laughs> it's really depressing. We've got a God that does things in people's lives, so we invest in our children's lives. So church, I just want you to consider and recognize that God is excited and involved and interested in our children's lives because they are his children. And the remarkable thing is that we all get to be called children of God. All of us get to be called children of God. This is not an age distinction. You don't get to a point where you're too old to be a child of God. We are children of the living God. And that is an amazing thing. So the apostles and prophets and pastors and teachers, the evangelists, the people that share the faith, the people that connect others in their real life to a real God, they're our children and they are us. It is the church. And the children are every ounce, 100%, Hope House Church. They're part of the kingdom of God. They are more than children of promise. They are children for the future. They are people of now. They're people of now, children at the very centre of the kingdom. There's nothing worse than being left out at games in school. Who was left out at games in school? You see, whenever I ask that question, there's one of two things happening. Either every person that goes to church was left out at school, or school is just a terrible place and everybody was just left out. But I, yeah, I was that person that was left out at school. I was that kid that was always on the side. I was the... But this is what God says about the people that are left out. I'll call nobodies and make them somebodies in me. I'll call the unloved and make them beloved. In the place where they yelled out, you're nobody, they're calling you God's living children. Our children, our literal children, are not nobodies. These children, people, even as adults, we are not nobodies. When we find Christ, we become God's living children. That is incredibly important. When I was finally asked to play football at school, I was asked to mark the corner flag. Look after the corner flag, Paul, because you are so rubbish, at least there, you'll not cause any problems. So I would spend 90 minutes by the corner flag. And I, you want to know why I hate football? That's why I hate football. It's so boring. 
Oh, yes, it is. Now, Formula One, running marathons, athletics. That, I could throw things. I could throw shot putts and discus and javelins better than anybody in school. But somehow, everybody wanted to play football. It would have been far more interesting if we'd mixed the three together. In Christ, we're acceptable. In Christ, we're wanted. In Christ, these children are precious. And I want to tell you, because they are little children, they don't entirely know or understand and grasp. They don't understand mathematics completely yet. Neither do you. They don't understand the complexity of literature or history yet. Neither do you. They don't understand the whole of theology or the full nature of God or Christ yet. But neither do you. But what I do know is that these children are capable of loving the Lord, of knowing the Lord, and of being used by the Lord. And their very innocent and pure prayers can be incredibly powerful because they've got an acceptance. You know that thing when a little child says, Daddy will see to it, Mummy will do it. They just absolutely believe that it can happen. They also believe absolutely in our Father God that things can happen. When we pray for miracles, our grown-up minds begin to process and ask questions. When children pray for miracles... They believe in miracles because we've taught them about a miracle-working God. And just as I bring this to a close, because I'm conscious we've got small children in the room and I'm not going to push my luck too much further, you should, see the, you should see the nervous state. The kids are fine. It's the children's leaders. They're just like, oh, oh. This is what it says. You will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you and your children and for all who are far off, for all whom the Lord our God will call. With our children, we get to read the future. Because the promises of God, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, are for our children and our children's children. God gets to work incredibly and miraculously through us. Because of our children, we get to read the future and pull it into our now. Because our God is so astonishing, through our children we get to experience the kingdom of God in our today's situation. All the promises of God are for us, and that means for our children and our children's children, the gift of the Holy Spirit. So we're going to respond to that truth right now, like children. Is that okay? So I'm going to ask the band to come back up on stage. And after the band had been up on stage... I may or may not have bags and bags of Haribo. And for the sensible, healthy superhero children, I have healthy grapes. I'm a wise pastor, we give them healthy grapes. Some of our children are healthy and have picky parents. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to believe. It's your time you're wasting, not mine. <laughs> so the kids are sitting still. Mikey, on the other hand, is inciting to play games. You know when I said we've all got to be like little children? It didn't mean literally all the time. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to believe. We're going to believe that the Lord can move through our children. 
that in the, the innocence of faith and belief that our children have got, many of our children love the Lord in their way, small children, and as they grow, they grow into that. Many of our adults in this room became Christians as children and reaffirmed and recommitted that as they grew older and understood. Certainly, I went to Sunday school and grasped it and believed it, but then I was 13, and then again at 18, I really got older, the truth of this, and it transformed who I was. But in the innocence of the children's faith, where it, Jesus says, don't get in the way of those kids coming to me. We're going to ask these children to pray for us now. So, okay. The kids are going to pray for us. So, the kids are going to make two little lines across the front here. Is there enough room there? Yeah? Littlest can stand on the step, and then biggest can stand on the carpet facing them. And there'll be a little, little gap down the middle. And what I'm going to ask you to do... I'm really serious about this. I'm just going to slowly walk through the middle of them while they pray for you. They might high-five you as you go past. But these kids are really happy to pray for healing, to pray for God's blessing on you. And it might be that you've got a work situation, and you're saying, Lord, I need work. Lord, I've got a health situation. I need to, I need to be healthy. I need, I need healing. Lord, I need some understanding. I need you to move. What I'd, what I'd love us to do this morning is to encourage these kids, to really encourage them and let them bless us, to let them bless us. So they know about this, they're all lined up and the task is really simple. We're just going to start at this end and slowly walk through and they're going to pray for you as you go through. They might reach out and touch you, they might give you a high five, but their heart is to bless you and to pray God's blessing upon you. They're going to be praying that he turns his face towards you, that he gives you peace, that he gives you his grace, that he gives you his wholeness. So the band are going to play anything. The band are going to play something appropriate. I kind of assumed the band would know that we're playing at this point. That's why I asked you back. I thought we were back up for a last song. <laughs> so church, if we can stand, we're going to worship together with our last song but if during this last song you'd like the kids to pray for you then I'm just going to encourage you to come to this end and just slowly walk through while the kids pray for you they might high five you they might just hold their hand out to you they'll be praying for you and praying God's blessing on you as you go past but we want them to feel that they are part of this and part of what God is doing this morning they're precious to us and one day some of these kids might be your leaders the people that care for you, the people that visit you when you're old and struggling, the people when you're in a time of need will come and connect with you and value you, will turn to you and know that you want to, they, they want to bless you. For all the, Okay, we're going to start at that end. We're going to ignore the instructions and start at that end. <laughs> it's only adults that don't understand. So let's worship together and be blessed. This is how I fight my battles. 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 If it looked like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. If it looked like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. 
Excellent. Every item of your new way of life is custom made by the Creator with his label on it. All the old fashions are now obsolete. Words like Jewish and non-Jewish, religious and irreligious, insider and outsider, uncivilized and uncouth, slave and free mean nothing. From now on, everyone is defined by Christ. Everyone is included in Christ. So chosen by God for this new life of love, dressed in the wardrobe God has picked out for you. And Lord, we want to pray this morning that you would bless our children. Lord, that they would clothe themselves in you. Lord, we think of the children we have contact with through global care in Uganda and Lebanon. Think of the children through adopted child in Guatemala and beyond. Lord, our own children here, their own friends. Lord, we pray that you will bless them. Pray that, would, that they would find their faith and their life and their future in you. That you'd turn your face to them, Lord. Kids, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Lord, we thank you for these children. Thank you for the journey they're on. Lord, we want to be inspired for them and be inspiring to them. Lord, we want to be a model as adults for all that Christ can be in our lives. Lord, we pray that in our speech, in our doing, in our walking, in our going, whatever we do, we would represent Christ to them. We would bless them. And for our children, Lord, we pray you protect them and help them to see who you are. Give them a vision for your kingdom, a vision for what can be. Fill their lives with joy and peace, Lord. Prosper them, we pray. Help them to feel secure in who you are. Help them to be a part of this church, at the center of your kingdom. We ask all of this to honor you, to bless you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Lord bless you and keep you. Right now, we're going to have teas and coffees and fellowship and friendship time together. Our children are doing the coffee this morning. They're going to host us. So once you've grabbed your coffee, give them some space around the bar because they'd like to clear up and serve you. They'd like to make you feel blessed. So look out for them as they're serving you. Kids, there is Haribo on the front here before you go. You can come and grab Haribo before you leave this morning. I meant before you leave church, not before you leave. Okay. Now we'll do. There's grapes as well for the healthy children. Gary's going to model the grapes. If you're a visitor this morning, thank you for your patience and your understanding. I know life's a bit wacky, a bit of a different service this morning. But you'll understand our children are precious to us. Um, Kind of normal service next week. But it's Hope House Church, so anything could happen because we have an amazing God. The Lord bless you and keep you. Let's do some fellowship and friendship together. And don't forget, at 6 service tonight is our communion service. At 6 Live Lounge.